WNYC Studios is brought to you by Zbiotics. Seize the day after a night of drinks with Zbiotics pre-alcohol probiotic drink. Zbiotics was invented by PhD scientists to break down the byproduct of alcohol, which is most responsible for making you feel crummy the next day. Drink Zbiotics before your first drink, drink responsibly, and you'll wake up refreshed and ready to take on the day. Try it for yourself at zbiotics.com/wnyc and get 15% off your first order when you use WNYC at checkout. That's zbiotics.com/wnyc and use the code WNYC at checkout for 15% off. Listener supported. WNYC Studios. Hey, Lulu here. Whether we are romping through science, music, politics, technology, or feelings, we seek to leave you seeing the world anew. Radiolab adventures right on the edge of what we think we know, wherever you get podcasts. This is All of It on WNYC. I'm Allison Stewart. There's a new John from Jazzmeister Christian McBride's new John. The album, Christian McBride's New John Prime, is the sophomore effort from McBride's Quartet, which features McBride on bass, Josh Evans on trumpet, Marcus Strickland on tenor sax and bass clarinet, and Nasheet Watts on drums. This is McBride's 18th album as a band leader. Let's listen to the title track, This is Prime. That's now she waits on drums. I have my glasses on now, Christian. <laughs> Before Christian McBride hits the road on tour, he's found his way to the WNYC studios to join us for a preview listening party for Christian McBride's new John Prime, which is out tomorrow. So nice to see you. It's great to see you, too. Thanks for having me. So what kind of conversations did you all have as a group about the creative direction of this album, a follow-up to the last one, which was so popular? Yeah, thank you. Uh, you know, this has been... Um We've been a working unit now for about seven years, so we don't really have to have a whole lot of discussion at this point when we make a recording or we do a gig or we bring in some new music, whatever it is. Um, when we did this, uh, we had just completed a week-long run at the Village Vanguard. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know, I told everybody, I said, I want to I make a new album, everybody bring in some new music. And we used the Vanguard gig as, you know, to, to put it all together. So when you're at the Vanguard gig, are you testing out? Are you mm -hmm. are you working in yep. new tracks and seeing how they fly and what they sound like live? Exactly, yep. What's something that you learned from that experience that made its way onto this album? Well, the, the entire process... Uh, has uh, and this is not just specific to our group. I think this is sort of jazz in general. Uh, the process used to be uh, that you took a gig and you know you go on the road for several weeks. You work out the new music. You get it nice and tight, mm -hmm. and then you record an album. Uh, somewhere along the way, it reversed 
where you go into the recording studio and you make quote unquote content so you could go on the road and tour it. But then when you go on the road and tour it, now the music really starts sounding good. Right. And you're like, we should be making the record now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. So uh it was nice to be able to do it the uh the old school way where you actually work on the music first, get it good and, and tight, and then you make a recording. I would imagine in that order things start to happen organically. Yes. Absolutely. I think you can hear that. Big time. You know? Absolutely. I I sometimes feel like you can listen to a recording of a band and I don't know if there's something, even even a non-jazz connoisseur, you can listen to it and go, they just learned that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? And then you hear them a year later, like, oh, they really know it now. Right. Cause it's got know? texture and depth, and it's, it's, right. you know, it's, in, it's in your fingers now. It feels so lived now, in. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's just talk about John. John's a very Philly term. Yeah, but you used it correctly. Thank you. I would love for you to explain the origin of John, how it's used in Philadelphia for folks who don't know. Well, I, I don't know the origins of it. I'm I'm pretty sure it's, it was someone mispronouncing something. <laughs> <laughs> That's my guess. But I mean, John is is simply in New York is joint, you know. Yeah. So I mean, it's, it's the same word, you know. You just substitute, you know. It's a noun, so you know this this cup is not a cup. It's a John. You know, my hat is not a hat. It's a John. You know, my car is not a car. It's a John. My band is not a band. It's a John. So it's just a, it's just a all-purpose word. You know, my favorite hotel in Philly. It's it's the you can have the South John room or the North John. Really? <laughs> yeah. What ho- can, what hotel is that? Hotel local in ah, Fishtown. Yeah. Oh, so now they now they're using it commercially now, huh? Ain't that something? <laughs> Always happens, but I I saw I see this in Webster's now officially. Yes. <laughs> We've made it. It's in Webster's. You know, when we're talking about Philly, we our signal gets almost to Philly. There's so a lot of folks listen. Mm-hmm. Um, has such a great music history. I mean, just in you Indeed. in your world, you went to high school with Quest Love and Black Thought, Boys to Men. Um, as a kid, when did you become aware of Philly's music history? Do you remember when it really started to come into your consciousness? Probably uh, at some point in, uh, in, well, let me say that I was always aware that there was great music in Philadelphia, but you don't kind of know how great it is until you start to be able to compare it to other cities. Mm-hmm. And uh, growing up in, in Philly, uh, I was certainly aware of Motown because my, my mother was, you know, she raised me on Motown. Mm-hmm. And so I knew there was this great music in Detroit. I knew there were a lot of great jazz artists from Detroit. Uh, but I think it was probably once I moved to New York in the late 80s where I, th- where I d- knew that uh, I always suspected Philly was extra special. But when I left Philly and then I knew it was extra, extra special. Can you tell if someone's a Philly jazz musician? Uh, you know, I think you could at one time. Mm-hmm. I think that uh, once the Internet developed... And the world got much smaller, and you can instantaneously see what someone is doing on the on the West Coast or mm-hmm. in Europe or in Asia. Um, there was a lot of myth and a lot of guessing and a lot of waiting before the internet, which was actually in a way quite creative because uh, 
you weren't quite sure of what cats in Detroit or Chicago were doing until the record came out, Mm -hmm. you know? And, uh, yeah, I I think Philly has always had this really cool mix of R&B, definitely a lot of R&B, rock, swinging jazz, but uh, Philly also has a a legendary avant-garde scene. Mm -hmm. Uh, A lot of the Sun Ra band uh, cats were, were based there, still are. Uh, so yeah, it's just a it's a, a, a mashup of a whole lot of good things. My guest is Christian McBride. The new album is out tomorrow. Christian McBride's new John Prime. So that track Prime was written by composed by Marcus, Marcus. Strickland, mm-hmm. your your saxophonist. Yep. Um, when did he bring it to the group? What was it about the sound of that composition that appealed to you? He uh, he recorded that song on one of his solo albums huh. uh, a few years back. And um, I, I, with this particular group, since there are no uh, no chordal instruments, no guitar, no piano, uh, I think everyone has in their head, everyone in the band has in their head that what could really work with no chords, you know, what would have a really good... Because I, I, I feel that most, uh, most listeners, even, again, even non-jazz listeners... Uh, or the jazz connoisseur, we we like chords. We like hearing a, a piano. We like hearing a guitar. We like hearing vibes. We like hearing some sort of underpinning of harmony. And when you just have two horns, bass and drums, there's a lot of rhythm going on. And when you want to make something melodic, I think you have to be a little more deliberate. You have to be uh, uh, a little more creative in creating that that counterpoint or those layers between just the horns and 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 me, you know. Uh, so I, I think uh, Marcus knew that this song would work well uh, with just the bass and the drums and and two horns, which is how he recorded. It. I didn't even I didn't even know that he recorded huh. it with just saxophone, bass, and drums. So he already he was he was ten years ahead of the band before he joined. <laughs> So Head Bedlam, that's the first track. Yes. yes, you wrote it. And when you it's a wild first minute. Yes. We go on a ride that first minute. We're yes. gonna listen to it. Um, can you set this up for us a little bit? What you want people to listen for? Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. I feel that uh, the the opening minute of the first track is the sound that all of us collectively have heard in our minds for the last almost three years. Let's listen to Head Bedlam.
started the beginning of that intro, that wild, fiery intro. We had now, a little bit of that, and it, then it, and then we and then we eased into, into the into groove. That. That's, right. right. That's right. We just sort of lay back in into the groove. And we should warn the listeners: the intro is a lot longer. Yes. Well, we wanted to make sure we got. Yeah. yeah. I, I gotta say, when you said let's listen to that, I was like, they're not going to play the whole <laughs> intro. No way in the world. <laughs> I played the whole intro this mor- It was this morning when I got up, and you were like, "What?" what? <laughs> exactly. Good. It did its job. <laughs> Said what? As I listened to it. Um, yeah, it catches it catches your attention. But then I was, and then I love that it it laid in the groove mm-hmm. because it is that sort of that. To your point, I'm I'm glad you described it this past three years. So that frantic, frantic, frantic. Yes. All right, we're gonna Let's we're take gonna a breath. right right. Let's we're gonna down. stick it. We're gonna settle down. That's right. Do you compose on the bass? You're the bassist. Do you compose on the bass? Uh, surprisingly, I don't compose from the bass as much as I probably should. Mm. <laughs> I, I compose most of my music uh, from the piano. And at one point, I realized that uh, I was not as prolific or the, or the music was not coming out as quickly as I wanted it to. And uh, I don't know why, just like one day some intelligence actually kicked in. And I said, you know, you're not a piano player. You play the bass. Mm. Go write a song on the bass and see what happens. And it, like this flood of ideas started coming out. And I'm just like, I'm I'm an idiot. Huh. Because <laughs> you'd, you'd put a little obstacle in your own way. Yeah, I mean. That's it, interesting. Yeah, I, most of my favorite composers tend to be piano players. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, you know, I play remedial piano. You know, I can play enough piano not to be embarrassed, you know. But in terms of writing, it just takes a little longer to kind of, you know, I'm hearing something and and then, you know, my it gets to my fingers and then it slows up by like mm-hmm. 50%. And uh, I went to the bass and like all these songs started coming out. Like, wow, well, what do you know? What do you know? <laughs> As a ba- You're also a band leader. What does that mean to you? Like when you think about the Losing job, money. <laughs> that's what it means to be a band leader. <laughs> Feeling uh, requests and complaints and all kinds of stuff about money, accommodations. Uh, you know, huh. uh, music has very little to do with it. Really, it's yes. it's the administrative part of it in many yeah. ways. You're 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 you are a band leader means that you are responsible. For mm-hmm. f- for taking care of your band members and making sure the mood is correct on and off the stage, and then you know you 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 look at the budget for the tour. Uh, you can guarantee that in the first few years of uh, your investment as a band leader, you're not going to make a lot of money. I mean, you, you will if you're lucky, mm. but uh, more often than not, uh, it's going to be a long road. You just got to stick with it. Stick with it. Has there been a time in your life when Christian McBride, the band leader, had to have a conversation with Christian McBride, the bassist? Absolutely. All the time. Mm-hmm. I, I I tend to, um, I don't want to say beat myself up, but uh, I'm always trying to make sure that uh, everyone that works with me is is cool. You know, like, hey, you, you sure you, you cool with mm-hmm. everything? Is it something I can do? You know, so uh, and then when they tell me they are cool, I go into my, you know, I go into my head like, I hope they weren't lying. Are they real cool? <laughs> right. <laughs> my guest, Christian McBride, the new album, which is out tomorrow, is Christian McBride's New John Prime. Let's listen to some more music. This is an Ornette Coleman song, The Good Life. 
When did you first hear the song? I played this song with Pat Metheny for many years. Uh, I, I played in his trio for, um, I, gosh, I don't know how long that trio was <laughs> together. But, uh, you know, I've had a wonderful working relationship with Pat since the early 90s. And this is one of his favorite songs. He recorded this with Ornette Coleman in the mm-hmm. 80s uh, on their legendary recording called uh, Song X. And so I initially learned the song from Pat. He's a cool dude. Oh, he's the best. Uh, short story, tangent. My kid's playing up in Woodstock, playing ball on a field. Another yeah. kid, they're playing around. And the kid says, that's my dad. He's Pat ah. <laughs> <laughs> The guy's shagging balls. <laughs> that's awesome. This is the good life. Life from Chris McBride's new album, Chris McBride's new John Prime. How do you know uh, when you really want to switch up someone else's work? What goes into that decision? Uh, that, that's a good question. Um, yeah, there there is a uh, a sensitivity that you must have when someone brings in a song and you think that there might be something that you can do to make it better mm-hmm. for the band. Uh, generally most musicians, I've been so fortunate to work with the best musicians who are always open to making adjustments. Uh, oftentimes without me having to ask, you know, cause they'll bring in a song and, and, uh, it's a, Hey, do you like that? Do we need to extend this or shorten this or whatever it is? So, um, like, I think the, the, uh, the master of that was Miles Davis. Uh, you hear stories about Miles Davis. People would bring him songs, and Miles was the master at saying, you know, let's leave out these two measures here, or mm-hmm. let's extend these four measures to eight measures. You know, he he always knew how to tweak somebody's song, you know, just to make it fit perfectly inside of the band. Uh, but fortunately, I've been able to work with musicians who kind of do that before I have to say anything. There's a bass solo. God and forbid. the good life and the good life. <laughs> um, let's play it, and we can talk about it on the other side. No, no bass solo. <laughs> <laughs>
is that one of those things that... That's the first time I've listened to that. What'd you think? Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not disgusting. That's interesting. So you, you once it once it's once it's out in the world and going to this beautiful. Thank, thank you for the album, by the oh, way. Oh, my pleasure. Out in the world, uh, you let it go. And then Absolutely. You, yeah. Mm. Yeah. 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 I mean, for most artists, as as you know, mm-hmm. by the time the recording comes out, it's old to us. Right. You know. I mean, I've been listening to this. You know, mixing, editing, uh, mastering. You know, for over a year. Yeah. You know, so I'm all I, I'm already working on my next album. Of course you are. Of course you are. <laughs> you know, we were talking yesterday in one of our meetings about how maybe we wanted to do a a segment called like next gen jazz, like mm-hmm. up and coming jazz artists. Mm-hmm. Um, who are you noticing in the new generation? Oh my goodness, there are so many incredible younger musicians out there on the scene right now. Uh, it would take me a while to uh, name them, but. Um, just raise your hand when you want me to stop talking. Mm-hmm. I, I started a, uh, a new group last year, and uh, the oldest person in the band is 30. Nice. And so it, it consists of Nicole Glover on tenor saxophone, uh, Eli Perlman on guitar, Mike King on piano, and Savannah Harris on drums. All right. And uh, those are four of the finest, most incredible uh, younger musicians who I can think of, but also there are people like uh, Isaiah J. Thompson. There's Emmett Cohen. There's uh, the 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 queen, the new queen, Samara Joy, yes. who was just out there killing it. You know, um, Alexa Tarantino. Uh, goodness gracious, that's a good list. Thank you. You just booked our next uh, six months of guests. Uh, put Philip Norris in there. Uh, uh, Russell Hall, just so many good cats out there playing right now. Like they got a little airtime. The name of the album is Chris McBride's New John Prime. Christian's album comes out tomorrow. Then you are on tour. Yeah, I'm, I'm leaving tonight, actually. Safe travels to you. We'll go out on one more track from the album. This is East Broadway Rundown. WNYC Studios is brought to you by Zbiotics. Seize the day after a night of drinks with Zbiotics pre-alcohol probiotic drink. Zbiotics was invented by PhD scientists to break down the byproduct of alcohol, which is most responsible for making you feel crummy the next day. Drink Zbiotics before your first drink, drink responsibly, and you'll wake up refreshed and ready to take on the day. Try it for yourself at zbiotics.com/wnyc and get 15% off your first order when you use WNYC at checkout. That's zbiotics.com/wnyc and use the code WNYC at checkout for 15% off.